welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm Susie Meister, and I'm here with my bestie, Sarah Rice. That's me. <laughs> and we have a great show for you today. Good talk about vaginas. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Just what you did to me last time. Vaginas, it's vaginas, people. <laughs> this is... What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you did to me on the last podcast. Okay, for starters... In the last podcast, I was just killing dead air. That's all I'm ever doing. I can barely get a word in with you around here. So to act like I steal your thunder is absurd. There is absolutely no reason for you to... I'm just saying you wasted an opportunity for a good joke. And this could have been one too. And I decided to ruin that opportunity. So you got any good vagina jokes, sis? (laughs) Just so you know what Sarah said when she speed race past me was that we're talking about vaginas mm-hmm. today. You should say it with care, Sarah. We're talking about vaginas. <laughs> we feel we gave a lot of time to penises mm-hmm. last week or whatever day that was, but now it's time for the pussycat. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> First and foremost, do you have a name for yours? I think we talked about this in another episode. Oh, yeah. Gina. Remember? Gina. That's mm-hmm. right. Gina, who likes to play softball. God, I love that name. It's so Sassy good. Sassy Gina. Sassy Gina likes to play softball. Did, did, and she barbecues and... on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't choke. I do know CPR, but I don't want to have to use it. Oh, gosh. Oh, she's on the floor. She's on the- We're gonna have to pause. Oh gosh, this is so funny. But I do like you. Should I? At what point do I jump in and save you? It was like a piece of pita chip. Oh no! Careful. Up. Listen. Ugh. That was real funny. I think I remember from the <laughs> from the last time we talked about this that we asked our listeners. To name yours, and nobody came up nobody with anything. Nobody came up with it. Maybe because there was when we just started, and we probably were talking <laughs> to like four people. I'm okay now. So now we have more followers and listeners, so maybe they should come up with a name for mine uh, so this time. If you didn't I'm hear still the, open to <laughs> uh, suggestions on what it should be. So if you didn't hear the last one, I said, my I call my vagina Gina, because, you know, it's like vagina, vagina. I'm trying to like get into mine right now. Like, yeah. Like, what do you feel like, girl? I still have pita chip in me. Hold like, on. I feel like maybe it's like a Becky. A what? Like a Becky. Oh. Like I can see or that. Or like she's like fun. <laughs> she like is she sporty? She's probably sporty. She definitely wears a ponytail. But <laughs> wait. You know. What's your pubic hair situation? Well, uh, I got laser hair removal because I was like Robin Williams when I was about 14. In every way. So, yeah. <laughs> just every way. No, but I... She's I a comedic genius. Why. <laughs> I don't know why. I just... I was like, this is inappropriate. So, really, when I was about 19, 18 or 19, I got laser hair removal done on from my knees all the way up. And but I kept the I kept the majority of the the lady the lady parts. I just like trimmed around the edges. Really? And, uh, yeah. And so now it does. It. And then I I've do, done like touch ups <laughs> here and there. So so I really I've got like a a trimmed out situation. It doesn't grow a lot. It's you know it's pretty. I don't know, Sarah. Okay. Well, let me. It's <laughs> it's just 
it's sparse. There's not a ton, a ton of hair. And the hair that's left is kind of like more blondish hair. Because mm. um, that's the stuff that doesn't go away when you do laser removal. And, you know. But it gro- if you let My it husband go. still re- requests that I wax it or shave it, though. Which he is like annoying it. to me. I And I tell him, I'm like, mm, no. Just so Why you know. Why is it I'm, annoying I'm, to you? Uh, because I don't like looking like a little girl. Like, I don't like... And also... I, it would be fine. I tell him, I'm like, if you want me to look like that, then you can pay for me to get laser hair removal done and the rest of it because I've got really curly hair. Yeah. And when you wax or shave, the next two, the two week, like you got two good weeks, and then after that, it is painful. I don't the the growing in process. I just don't want to deal with that. So I just keep it trimmed and just use some you know little trimmers or you know, oh really some like shears to, yeah. shears like, like you're well, a sheep. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, a like 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 trim like trimming shears like like scissors like hair cutting scissors like those are what you call shears like that's what you call scissors like what that. Oh, and like, I just trim 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 and I use like a little comb and so if you shave it when it comes in oh. it's very painful. Well, like. Not just, itchy? Yes. Red oh. and ingrown hairs and, and just the worst. And it just looks like I can just tell my vagina is like angry at me. It looks like, why did you do this to me? I was fine. We were working so well together, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When's the last time you had a full bush? I must have been... Like 15. 19 or oh, 18. 19. Uh-huh. I mean, I've let it, I let it, sometimes I'll just like let it go. And it's, it's for me, it's like, that seems like enough to make it look, but. And it's mostly blonde. Yeah. Like, like, like in between, like brown and like dirty blonde. Matches the color of my hair and my head. Oh God, (laughs) Suze. Um, enough about my V. What about yours? I am bald. You're bald. Is that by choice or because your husband likes it that way or what? It's by choice because I just, well, I know like. People that put a lot of time into it tend to do like a sheep, like triangle or oh, whatever. Lord. No, who does I, that? Nobody does that. You know, like my friend Kara, <laughs> the playmate. It's in a shape. Well, like a like you a know, strip. No, hers is a triangle. A triangle. You know, like an upside down one. Yeah, yeah. I do know. I mean, that is way too much effort for me. <laughs> I just do the, and then so like we're learning our shapes and colors while we're down there too, <laughs> like. I think that's like a, you know, and no, I can't. Is that weird? I mean, Uh, keep in mind, I haven't seen it in a long time. It was just because we were on the challenges together. Oh yeah. But when I think there's, when you're younger, you do, but she's had a kid and she's like that. There's no way you keep up the geometric shapes when you're, I'll ask her when you're, when you're, I feel like I also, okay. But first you're, you're avoiding. Oh, oh, you already why? answered. You're no, just well, that's right. I thought you were avoiding I'm why not. you were talking about that. It's just that there's nothing more to it than 
I remember when I was like 15 or 16 and I would watch Howard Stern had a show on um, E. Yeah, I remember. It was great. And it was just his radio show, mm-hmm. but the video, it's kind of like this, mm-hmm. but the video version. And he also made money out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unlike us. And he would talk about a lot about like what, with the guests he had on, like, how do you have your pubic hair? And I was like, wait. Oh, we're supposed to do something with it because uh, my mom sure wasn't telling me. Mm-mm. Mine did. Mine was. That's all how I learned. Also. Was okay. Oh, this mom, is the yeah. biggest problem I see is that you learned that from a man. Oh. Uh oh. Why do they get to dictate what our <clears throat> vagina looks like? You I don't what? dictate what his penis area looks like. I take your point on board. I will say, however, that Howard Stern, I worship. Yeah. And I pretty much. He just tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. And I think he usually is right. Because no, nobody wants... I don't want the full bush. Well, I don't want it either. I totally don't. But I also understand somebody's Do you know people that like say, I have a full bush and that's the way it is? I have not met somebody... Only because... It doesn't fit in underneath a bathing suit. Like Exactly. I, there's no bathing suit. I, and I like those ones that are a little cheeky. And I yeah. don't... I, I, it's got to go. It's got mm-hmm. the... You know... Yeah, got to go. Got to get rid of it. It's more... I remember when I was... I was 12 years old and I was at a beach. And there was a lady talking to us and I could see hers uh-huh. like sticking out. Uh-huh. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, I've seen that a few times. Is this the ghost of Christmas future? Like, I did not want that to happen Mm-mm. to me ever. No, keep, <clears throat> no but I do, uh, you know, as hippie as my mom is, I remember, <clears throat> I, I mean, I was very aware of like the importance of like maintenance and all that stuff because I was a little kid and my mom would just like take me to the waxing place with her and she'd be like, I'm going to go get this wax. And now I'm like, oh God, that means my mom was having a lot of sex. The thing that they, she wasn't very openly discussing, I don't, just because nobody does, is what it looks like. Okay. Like, aside from the hair. Like. The actual, well, vulva. The labia, yes, and the labia minor, minora, so the lips that usually hang What down. does your vagina look like? I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty, you know, it's it's not like a 12-year-old's, but... But like what? Wait, what does that mean? So, as we grow... That's like a... This... Oh, God. How, well, I mean, I feel like I can only just show you pictures that will, will show you this, but a... T- a child's vagina does not look like an adult woman's vagina. You should know this. You have one. I don't know it because every time people say this, I'm confused. You have a teeny tiny vagina. No, I think I've always had a very flappy, <laughs> <laughs> lippy vagina. Oh, well, and there's, I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you this because this is, this really fascinates me. And this is something that a lot of women, I think they never understood what a normal vagina does look like. Oh my God. I'm going to show you this art by this man named Jamie McCarthy. He's this English guy, and he did this piece of art with 400 casts of women's vaginas and to show the range and just how different they all are because I think we have this idea of what one is supposed to look like from porn, and a lot of it has been, like, even if you open up a lot of, um, like, magazines or photos, like, some of them have been Photoshopped, some of them have, like, to make them look, you know, if you uh, see the More photoshops... Tidy. Yeah, if you look at photoshops done on even swimsuit, 
<clears throat> uh, models. They'll yeah. like flatten things out and and almost make it look more tucked in. And there is this idea that like a tucked in look is what people want. But yeah. that is something that only young. I mean, every now and then you get a vagina that looks like that, but yeah. the majority of them are not like that. Oh, well, mine's definitely not. It's all super. So take a look at this photo and this is like a nice range of just some, some V's. Oh my God. I guarantee you yours falls well within the normal scope. Wait, pick out which one yours is and then I'll pick out. Oh yeah. Okay, great. What's the name of the um, artist? Oh, mine's probably like that one. Well, I would probably have to check mine out. Like that. But okay. So when we run the challenges, the guys used to talk about like all the time. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Like girls hand. that they would say, like a particular girl that I'm thinking of. Oh, her vagina's all beat. They mm-hmm. would use that word beat or like beat up. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, I swear mine is what you're describing. And I have had sex with like two people because it has nothing to do with that. It doesn't. Well, but they don't know that. They're they such think... fucking idiots. Right. And this is the part that's so annoying to me is we just did an entire episode on penises and we are not, you know, women may joke about like, oh, I want, you know, want a big, but no women, woman out there is like, oh my God, I cannot have sex with him because his, or no, no. You know, they're so judgmental of what our parts look like. And no woman is like, well, oh, God, you look at those goddamn hang. And to to also to, <clears throat> to tease about an area like the the lips of a vagina is the same as me teasing you about your your scrotum. It's a useless part as far as it comes, as far as reproduction and everything is concerned. It's just skin. It's like me being like, oh my God, you have such a wrinkly ball sack. I can't have (laughs) sex with you because of your disgusting wrinkly ball sack. That makes no sense. And it's not like it's, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. I probably have to go take a look at mine to really get into. Well, while you're doing that, I am going to talk to them about a bra. I know that's not a vagina area. <laughs> uh, well, you can do it. I won't look if you want to do it right I now. I kind of do want to. Go ahead. I won't Don't look. look. I'm no, I won't look. Sarah's going to... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, because I just had to... Yeah, mine's probably like that one. So I've been having bra problems lately, and Adam can talk to you about it. Like, it's the weirdest thing where all my life I was fine with my bras, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. It didn't matter what weight I was whether I was like bigger or smaller from what I usually am, I felt uncomfortable and I was getting like marks and I'm like on the hunt for a good bra. Yeah, Well, and you got a huge rack, so you need a good bra. (laughs) That's true. I do have a big, big chest and I'm just sick of it. Like I, I was, I started to think, why am I even wearing a bra? Maybe I shouldn't even wear one. Oh yeah. Cause you're, you paid for yours to stand up on their own. (laughs) Right. Hello. But I mean, logistically speaking, I need a bra and I want it to be comfortable. And so I just found the perfect bra and you should try it. Um, Sarah. Yeah. Thirdlove.com slash Susie. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, you know what? This makes sense because I, you know, have, oh, I've always bought cheap bras and it's so freaking dumb. Just stop. Stop is right. I was, th- I, I tried on one the other day that I, uh, and I, ra- I lifted, I put it on no matter what, uh, how I adjust the straps, raise my arms in the air right over my boobs like they just right. popped right out like the the wiring like didn't hold them up because i don't have anything to like really keep them like where it's supposed to be so i really like rely on the bra a lot 
no more of that. I'm up and I'm up in my bra game for sure. So I'm going to check this out. Yeah. And you should Hashtag, because or, or, or backslash Susie. <laughs> no, it's thirdlove.com slash Susie. Don't be jealous. But the reason is because I love partnering with companies that I believe in. And if you have a comfortable bra, I worship you. Because I'm sick of being uncomfortable. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, you whip it off and you're like, freedom. Oh, that's the best move. That is the best moment. Oh, the one-handed through the shirt bra move. Ah, oh, oh. clutch. <laughs> clutch. So check it out, guys. You uh, can do a free trial for 30 days. Try the bra for free. Like seriously, wear it out. Do your thing. You can try it for free. And if you're like, no, thanks. Oh, just send it back. That's great. Yeah. So there you I go. Love that. Back, back to, to vaginas. vaginas. <laughs> Mine's like that one in the top corner. Oh, that's nice. Mine is way more. Let me see. So we'll, I'll post this picture. Jamie McCartney is the artist. Uh, mine is like this big one. <laughs> Don't... Right here. No, I think that looks nice. No. I, yeah. I mean, it's okay, but I, for a while I was con- self-conscious because I was like, why are all no, of these lips hanging not... out of my vagina? That's they should be tucked up. to be. Well, on challenges, you know, like it's similar to the locker room thing Yeah, where like you compare yourself and you're like, why isn't mine like that? Or there's such a range. There's a huge range. But so the average length in this documentary I was watching the now this is the average range. We're talking (laughs) that. So in order to say that 95% of the research done that the they show fall within this category. And then there's, of course, you know, the things on the other, like however they determine their standard deviations, but that's another thing. So like outliers and, and things <laughs> on the far end of this, but the majority of vagina lip area, like the labia minora yeah. is between 20 centimeters and a hundred centimeters. That's the average. That's a huge range. <laughs> Why are we ta- worried about our tucked for perfectly tucked up? So the perfectly tucked up ones are probably 2.5% of the population has a vagina that is under. Well, according to that, yeah, 2.5% of the, uh, of vaginas have a, uh, labia minora that's under 20 centimeters. That's like no one. And it's just like, porn stars who, who were like, hey, look at my tiny vagina. Yeah, let's... Oh, really? Yes! The majority of us don't look like that. This this cast of, you know, in this documentary I watched, this woman in... What's in, the documentary called? It's called... Oh, you have my phone. I have to look it up. Oh. Um, uh, but it's all about a woman who wanted to do some information, gather some information on women who were getting uh, labiaplasty and who were getting the lips of their vagina removed for cosmetic reasons. And, uh, you know, it was really moving. Like she introduced some women who had a concept about their vagina. I I call it, it's really interesting, isn't it? It's really Mm -hmm. fascinating. I call it low (laughs) vagina confidence. That's kind of what I've always called it. Like since (laughs) I was younger, I'm like vagina confidence. And I've all, I, you know, when I was younger, I had very bad vagina confidence. I was low vagina confidence. Wait, why though? Because your the picture of yours looks really nice and well, beautiful. I, but it was it it was the same thing as like the, being on those challenges and like things just get put in my head that this is what like it 
does mine look like that? I've never really compared it to other ones. I've never seen anybody else's. So like, what is the image that they have in their head? Or are they talking about me like that? You know, it's like we, the thoughts, our own thoughts are our own worst enemy. And then, and the same thing with having it shaved or unshaved. Like I used to just like really worry about that. And then the older I got, you know, when my husband and I got back together, I was like on this whole like feminist, like empowerment, empowerment rampage. And I was like, just so you know, I am never waxing it. It is going to be all natural, and you can motherfucking take it or leave it. You want to have sex with it? You want to put a penis in it? You're just going to have to be appreciative that it's ready to accept whatever you're giving it. Like, it do- just be happy you're there. Like, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds you or whatever. <laughs> like, so I was mm-hmm. I was adamant about him being like, just... T- and he, he was like, whatever you want. Well, yeah, I mean, they really great. don't care. They don't, they don't care. And if they do care, they're fucking sexist pigs and if they do care if they're like oh i don't like a, a vagina that looks like that then you don't whip out your dick yeah let me see your dick and let me judge that i don't like one that looks like that i don't like one that looks like that that's so how would you how would they feel that is so freaking ridiculous and a lot of women you know in this documentary mm-hmm. um you know they were there was like this feeling that you know there were two Groups. There were like some women who felt really proud that, you know, their, their vaginas changed after they had children. And that was like a sign that they did have children. And like, that's a memory, you know, a lot of them mm. said that they had like varicose veins in there and that in their vagina, like around the, the outside, I've never heard two of or that. three of them, me neither. Two or three of them said that in that documentary, they're like, well, and, and they were like, you know, that just shows that like, I look at my children and I'm just, I love them so much. And we shouldn't like, you shouldn't be worried because or, or sad guys balls drop get lower and they get all right like things happen to us as we age and just and the part problem is is that nobody explains that to you and nobody tells you that it's okay and my, i don't ever remember my mom talking to me about what my vagina looks like in comparison to other people and i want to be able to talk to my kids about how things look and how there is such a difference and how you know that's fine. It's okay. And maybe we won't be so weird about talking about it because everybody gets so freaking weird about talking about those parts. When you look around, like even if you just go to the mall and you see the different types of people, yeah, the idea that our vaginas or our penises should all look the same is absurd. Absurd. It's because insane. And I bet when people... What, if you're a woman out there who feels sh- shame is like the, the worst feeling shame and guilt are the, Oh, they're so difficult to deal with internally. And they just manifest in such like dangerous ways, like with dealing with it. And, and if, if you're a woman who feels shame or guilt or any of that stuff over your, I mean, not so much guilt, but shame about your vagina, take a look at this piece of art and really take a look at what a wide range of, vaginas really look like and you'll be like oh i feel way better about myself i read um in preparation for this about how like certain vagina myths oh yeah and one of the myths is that after you have a baby your vagina is totally different they found no scientific evidence that it changes at all see that's all a freaking myth yeah yeah i think that a lot of times people get in their head that maybe they feel differently or they feel they look differently but that's different than actually looking differently. Yes. And the truth is that the size of one's vagina doesn't change Ooh. after you have kids. 
Maybe, I mean, maybe if you had a million kids, like those Duggar people, but not after normal birth rates. Speaking of birth rates. Yes. I'm looking at, I was just reading this from medicaldaily.com, this list of uh, interesting vagina facts. (laughs) So, this is real. What? A doctor once removed a potato that had started sprouting vines out of a patient's vagina. The patient told the doctor that her mother said it would prevent pregnancy. In this oh case, God. mother did not always know best. <gasps> what year? I don't know. It didn't say that. Was this like the 1800s? Please oh, tell me. I, well, I have a friend. Oh, I'm going to share this story. Oh, my God. I have a friend Our who friends, is We're going to have no friends in no time. Well, I, this girl, I haven't spoken to her in years, so it's probably fine. And, she, and it's a great story, so she wouldn't even care. <laughs> so it's, she's an, a nurse. She's a nurse in the ER. Uh, no, ICU. So she had this mm. uh, this woman who came in, and all it said on the intake form was smelly hole. What? And she was like, go on. What uh, so do no, you okay, mean? Okay, so she goes in, and you know the nurse is like, has, they have to do the, you know, before the doctor comes in, they get all the information or whatever. So she is... It did not say yes, that. Yes, it did. It said smelly. This, the woman, because on the intake form, it has, it just when the woman checks in, you know, she writes down like what her complaint is. So like oh, she wrote the it. woman, yes, the woman who, the woman who came in, said, came into the doctor's or the ER or whatever and said to the, to the nurse who was sitting at the desk, I have a smelly hole. And then they wrote on the paper, smelly hole. Why so my they friend. specify what hole it was? <laughs> well, they did. And soon my friend went to the office and found out. <laughs> so this woman goes, she goes in there and, uh, this woman is morbidly obese Yeah, in the over 400 pound range. Okay. And she was complaining about how her vagina was smelling and that she felt like there was movement in it. So, a they did a, a, uh, you know, they looked inside and sure enough, there were maggots in her vagina because she had used mayonnaise during sex and fell asleep and somehow flies got in there, laid their eggs and she had maggots in her vagina. And that's a real story. Oh, hashtag maggot vagina. <laughs> hashtag smelly hole. Are you... Yeah, is that crazy or what? That is sick. Wow. So. Wait. hmm. Oh my God. I know. I couldn't believe it. I have so many questions. Why mayonnaise is number one? I hate mayonnaise. Yeah, why wouldn't you use chocolate? Something delicious. Maybe. uh, I mean, 400 pounds. Like Kellyanne and Wes used to. Yes. Ew. Do you remember? You know what's so funny is on this recent challenge. Kellyanne and Wes are both there, and this was the first time that they've been together since the that season. So yeah. we had all started talking about this Nutella thing, oh, and like we were joking about how, like you know, that was what they used in back in the day in the the rivals' house or in the uh, the the ruins. Like they had used that like during sex together. Not twenty four hours go by. What do you think we find in the fridge that production puts in there the next... The, the, or, or somebody. Edit that out. <laughs> right. So, that, what do you think we magic, that magically shows up? Nutella. No. Yes, I saw it. And then 
<laughs> the best is Wes just kept in his room and ate it with a spoon. He's like, this is obviously for me. I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> like, <laughs> when did they break up? Yeah, that wasn't that on Rivals 3. Write it down. Uh, oh. Make a time note. Okay, wait. Hold on. 21. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll slice that Can up. I ask anything? Yeah, well, you can ask about their past. I'll just, I'll just leave it. Um, <clears throat> wait a minute. What were you talking about? Oh, Maggie. So food. Food is not something you should be why using wouldn't, sex. Why wouldn't they use something, at least something desirable? Mayonnaise? Freaking disgusting. Hmm. I, I mean, at 400 pounds, what, maybe that was all that was left in the fridge. And they <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let's take a break and talk about bras. Okay. Um, I want you guys to go to third love dot com so spell out third t-h-i-r-d love dot com slash Susie and try out this bra I swear to god it's the most comfortable bra you will ever try and you can do it for a free trial like you'll just pay for shipping Hmm. wear it for 30 days and you can take the tags off wear it wash it try it like it's your real bra and if you love it keep it and if you don't then you can send it back if you love it then they'll charge you then and um, it's, like, risk-free, right? I love that. Well, I just like the idea of being able to wear something for 24-7 and it not get... Oh, God, I hate wearing bras. It's the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. It's made out of memory foam. You know, this is interesting. It, it The bra has not been updated... I know. In a really <laughs> long time. You think we would have the technology? Like, all we've done is, like, learned how to make them bigger. <laughs> like make our boobs look bigger, but we have not d- done any That's improvements right. on making it more comfortable. They just add like more wonder to yeah, it. Yeah, they're probably manufactured <laughs> by men. Like let's just make them bigger and make them like lift them and blah. blah. No, make <clears throat> them more comfortable. Man, make us want to wear them. That's, That's what Third Love's trying to do. So try it out. Thirdlove.com slash Susie. Give it a whirl. Let me know what you think. I love when people tell me that. Nice. Like when they try the stuff we love and then they're like, I love it too. On Twitter. Oh, I got all the girls in my cohort hooked on Lyft. Do they love it? They all enjoy their free code. They were like, see? Yes. Yep, they loved it. Somebody said they got $50. Oh! I mean, it was like a bonus. Nice! Yeah. Whatever. That's awesome. Can't beat that. Yeah. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Anyway, uh, if you're going to use food, clean it out. Oh, so gross. Um, but can so Mag- speaking of you- weird things that I'm you sorry, stick in wait. your vagina. What? What are you going to say? But I mean, I'm still thinking about the maggots. The maggots. Yeah. Cause they had to like, I'm sure they would have to like get them out of there and then they'd have to do some like sort of bat- anti like bacterial infection. Blah, 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 blah. That's so disgusting. That's probably not the most disgusting thing that's happened to a vagina though, which is really gross. Um, um Anyway, so speaking of sticking weird things in your vaginas, your husband lived in Thailand. You guys met in Thailand. Oh my God. You know what I'm going to ask you about? Have you ever been to a ping pong show? Never. What? You know, Adam has. Yeah. He's an expert on the ping pong show. Tell the, tell the listeners what it is. Okay. So a ping pong show. Now they're very popular in Thailand. (laughs) Um, and like nowhere else and nowhere else is so bizarre so if you ask me well really this is what they are they're 
ladies of the night who maybe are a little bit older. So this is kind of like the transition out of being an escort and into like you're in that career, but what can you do if you're, you know, over, I mean, a lot of the women in the show were over 40. What do you mean by show? Okay. So what they (laughs) do is they do tricks with their vagina and you've never seen anything like it. First of all, if you're somebody who gets turned on by this, it's bizarre because it's not at yeah. all sexy. Who it's is not turned on because I went, I went, huh, I went, I, I couldn't stop talking about it. So Landon and I went there on our honeymoon, and I made him go to a ping pong show with me. I'm like, no. And the funniest part is that like Landon had to like then research which was the best one, and I'm like, no, we're just walking down the street. Whoever has the loudest, the best one, like. Beep, beep. Like, they always, like, use tricks to, like, get you in there. So they, like, just like in Vegas, they, like, slap their hand with the stupid cards and, like, make you look. And so they all have, like, tricks to get. Because there's whole there's this whole breakdown of, like, how the money works. So, like, there'll be, like, free ping pong show, but you have to buy two drinks. And then you get in there, and each drink is, like, $50. No, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So then once you buy your first drink, then the person who brought you in there, get you can see them get a payout for, how, for bringing you there. So, like, there's this whole, like... A breakdown of how how like where your money goes and probably very little makes Wait. it to the women who actually do the show um so oh my god i have so many funny stories from this um people still don't know what you mean okay by ping so pong. they they do tricks with their vagina and ping pong show just that's one of just one of many tricks they could do so they can put it these women have you know your vagina is a muscle so you can train it to do like you can make it stronger. And these women are able to shoot ping pong balls out of their vagina on, you can like hit them and then they'll give like the audience member a, a, the, the pink, the paddle and you like hit the ping pong ball. Uh, they're also able to shoot paper darts out of the, their vagina and pop balloons that are no joke, 20 feet across the room. Uh, some of the weirdest ones they do are with animals where they'll take a little bird and they'll like stick the bird up there, then like go dance around and then come to another table and then pull the bird out. And the bird's like, tweet, tweet, tweet. Or I've seen turtles. I've seen catfish. Hold it. Cause you've, you've grown accustomed to this, but our audience is thinking, what, what the, the what the fuck F are you talking about? I'm not kidding. This is a real thing. Yes. And they put little canaries up their vagina. Yes. And then they fly out. Yes. And I... The weird thing is, is I think there are men who are going home with these women because there's this, like, idea that their their vaginas are, like, so strong that they're going to have, like, crazy good sex and that they can do, like, one woman was able to, like, write in cursive, like, while holding a pen with her vagina. You saw that? Yes. The the most spine-tingly one where I was like, that I can't, I can't look, I can't, I can't do it anymore was when... I saw a woman pull razor, a, a string of razor blades out of her, like those, like razor blades, like on a string out of her. And then she cut a straw with them. She like cut, showed how they could cut. And they came at, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be, I, it was almost too much. And like, we left and my husband was like, oh, I feel violated. Like, I feel weird. And I feel like I should like save them. Like it just, you feel weird leaving Well, there. here's what I want to know. Why? How do you reconcile that with being a feminist? Like going to the show? Um or do you not? And you're just like, well, I do it and it's not really a feminist act. You know, it's you have to Because let me let me say, yeah, these women are in servitude. I mean, really. They're they're 
they're being pimped out. Yeah, I mean, in Thailand, there's you're kind of often stuck into the class that you're born into. You know, so if you're born, if your mother was a prostitute, you're going to be a prostitute. And I think it's a lot of multi generational. You know. Yeah. And and. Ugh. So when you go to the show, do you feel bad? Yes, I feel. But I just, it was like a fascination. I have to see it. It's so normalized there. I think that's the thing is like, it's so, you almost do feel oddly though, when you're watching it, that they are the ones in control. And it I feel really like strip clubs. looks like that because I mean, these, they're getting the last laugh because, ah, uh, so well, La- the pimps are Landon, I mean, he tipped them. Because he was like, I feel bad for these women. Like, he was tipping. Heavy. Yeah, but it probably mostly goes to the dudes. <sighs> You're probably right. Well, I mean, did, I, I'm not judging you at all. We did see the one woman. There was there, the club that we went to. And maybe she reports to somebody else. But there was this older woman who seemed to be running the show. Like, she was in the, back, like she was in the background almost. And every time somebody brought... Uh, like a new couple in to see the show or like a new group in to see the show. Like you can tell that she was the one who was taking money from the guys and she was like the boss lady. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if it in that culture is the women more who are running it in Thailand, especially because there really isn't that whole male dominated culture out there as much. Like, I mean, you see it. A, a, uh, I mean, why would you why do, the razor but... blades though? I, mean, I don't know. It's shocking. It pong. was. So, it's too much. I couldn't. I we we lasted about a half an hour, and we were both like, and we definitely did not have sex that night. <laughs> not at all. I was like, this is not sexy. When they pulled them out, were they like smiling or what? Yeah, they. I was cringing. I couldn't even look. I couldn't. I was like, no, no, my my poor vagina. So weird. Like, do they seem? Like American strippers, where they at least pretend to enjoy it, or do they look like mm-hmm. no? I'm just this is a job. They look like it was a job. Oh my God. Yep. Sarah. But there was one woman, and the crazy thing is that these women, because the that doing all that in that area, it's like a lot of ab work. This one woman who was doing it. Oh my God! You could have you could have just substituted her for any like CrossFit person in United States. And that's what she'd look like. She was ripped. She was like six pack and she was definitely over 40 and probably had some kids like, but she was so buff and so strong. And cause that's all you're doing all day is like flexing your, your pelvic. Well, and like in your abs, it's all abs and like the stuff that she was doing. There were weird, weird freaking things, but don't you feel bad for the birds too though? So bad. It's like, animal cruelty, you know. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Wait, I just saw on your phone you have words with friends or Scrabble? 
Yeah. Why don't we play that? We should. Who are you playing with? No one, actually. It just is on my <laughs> phone. Just I, the I games. No, I have no. I have zero new zero games going right now. On Scrabble. Yeah. Or what? Words with Friends. Which Both. one? I haven't played in so Which long. Which one do you prefer? Oh, I have Words with Friends on my phone. Let's do that. Man, let's do it. Our friends on uh, our show should. Our listeners should. I think my name on here is I'm Sarah Rice, which is the same as all my Facebook stuff. Oh, it's just Sarah Rice. What is the... Yeah, you, you want can't... people to request? Oh, I'm... Yeah, why not? Things, I mean, why not? Things just took, you know, a public turn. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. Well, we're, we're definitely playing, Susie. I mean, if, if I don't say yes to a game yeah, with you listeners... Yeah, but all of our listeners are going to want to play with you now. Well... Are you ready for that? Commitment? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, let me say, if, if, if I don't get to your game, it's only because I'm knee-deep in a game with Susie, so... <laughs> You know, you might have to take a back seat to Wait, me and my bestie. Wait, do you get a lot of people like... No, I haven't gotten any re- any requests for it. I haven't even opened that app since Christmas. It still has a Christmas background that it just updated. Okay, I'm going to friend you. Okay, do it. I'm not going to tell people my name, although it's pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> because I really don't... All right, you can play with me. It's Susie Meister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just watching Cheers and stuff. Look, it won't be my best effort. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, that you know. I don't care how many people ask me. I just don't want you got to put people your best to think like I'm tomato. stupid if I don't pick a good word. Yeah, people do that. And they're like, it's "Oh, the I mean, Sarah." Yeah, okay. You know, I got. It's all about the the tiles dealt. <laughs> That's it's like a good life lesson. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite thing is it says that in the Scrabble rule book. What? Because I think the kind of personalities that like to play Scrabble are definitely a specific personality type. And it, in the Scrabble rulebook, it says, remember, Scrabble is a game of chance. And you're, you know, if you don't win, it, it is the tiles you're dealt. And, and the, a little much, bit. A little bit. But it, it, like, it helps the person. Okay, like, my husband is a terrible loser when it comes to Scrabble. When I beat him, he's like, oh, well, it's because of the. He, we were on a cruise once and he challenged. The word, I still remember what it was. He challenged uh, grazers, G-R-A-Z-E-R-S. Like he's, because I threw the S on there and had, I think this was an over 100 point, like I got at least 80 points plus and he challenged me because he really didn't want me to get those points. And of course I was right. And I danced around like a freaking fool when I did get it right. <laughs> there was like a lot of suck it moves and he hated that. I've since changed my ways, but uh yeah, Tell he did me not if you like get a that. notification. So I had to I had to tell I had to read that part of the rule book to him and say, Sometimes you just get be- dealt bad tile. He he also did not like that's when deep. I did that. <laughs> so Wait, Sarah Rice. Right? No, that's not me. Oh my god, I've just asked some weirdo to play with me. I should probably at, at find you. Maybe you're already How do I here. end this? I don't know. Resign. So Whoever this hooker oh, is. I'm playing with Tim Hedberg. What the fuck or is was, going I on? Was. <laughs> it's just so it's like you're leading a double life. <laughs> you're not, okay. Oh, you know what? Uh, that's not my name. Here, look at my name. It's right under where it says Sarah Rice. You are ridiculous. Of course that would be my name, Susie. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's terrible. But... Okay. Anyway, I've I'm almost lost as many as I've done. Right? That's bad. That's bad. Yes. And then is there a space or yes. what? <laughs> and it's spelled like this. This is ridiculous. This is horrible. 
Um, Jesus. Um, so we were talking about vaginas somewhere along the way. Um, okay. So let's talk about those women that get tune-ups. Yeah. Now you've had a baby, but you had a C-section. I had a C-section. Yeah. So no diff. No diff, but like, um, so what is the name of that surgery when you get a tune-up? Uh, down there, it's like well, labial... Well, there's vaginoplasty, and then there's labiaplasty, oh, oh. which is just uh, specifically to the labia. Oh, so and vagina is like the walls inside. Yeah, you can get... So there are different ways. There's a whole bunch of things you could do down there cosmetically that I did not know about until I watched this documentary. So you can have... And, and I apologize to women out there who are now cringe... Like, their, their legs are just clamping together because this is how I felt watching this. And I watched a labiaplasty surgery get done... And I, I, I had to turn my, I had to turn the screen away because I couldn't even deal with it. Oh, watching them so, oh, I'm gonna put the link up to this documentary. Oh my god, I get creeped out. Oh, I got your invitation. Um, so there, you can get liposuction in your vagina for women who say that theirs are too full or too fat looking. You can Who's get vagina is too fat looking. That's what these women are saying. That's what one of the women in the documentary inside or outside, uh, the outside area. Oh, like well, it's too full. Should... That's like the labia majora. It'll be too, too puffy, puffy. So they want the liposuction there and then they'll have the, um, like the flaps, the labia menorah removed. And then the other one that is, um, really just common within a specific group of Muslim females is the hymen region, like the, when they put the hymen back together, because I read though that because the, the fact that in the same way, vaginas are all different, the hymens are all different, mm-hmm. which is the thing that sort of traditionally has signified whether you've had sex or not is whether the hymen is intact or not. Um, that the hymen is in fact, very different woman to woman. And oh. so to, to, and you like can break you could... it when you're riding a freaking horse or like on a, I did not, mine was not broken the first time I had no, sex. Me for neither. Sure. It was like you put in a tampon and it's done. Exactly. And so the idea that you can check for hymen intact is absurd anyway. Yeah. So the woman that was that they chose for the documentary that didn't show her face, it was just her going into the um, consultation with the doctor. She said that in her family, like she was in an arranged marriage and she had sex with a man who she thought she was going to marry, who lied to her and told her that he was he didn't tell her that she, he was married and he was within her culture and or within her, her religion. And she really thought she had a future with this guy, but then she found out he was married and he had lied to her and all this stuff. And so then she was in this arranged marriage and, uh, she said not having a surgery and then them finding out that I'm a virgin would be worse than death. And not only I would have to die, but my parents would probably kill me and then kill themselves over this. And that just like broke my heart that there are cultures out there where that, you know, kind of, then you get into the whole idea of like genital mutilation and how horrible that is. And, and, uh, but it was just really sad to hear this woman's story and to hear that that was so important. And, you know, it's one of those where they like parade the bed sheets around after the first time they have sex because they need to see the blood on it or they don't believe that they're virgins. And so she had to get this done or, she really felt like it was going to be... I guarantee you most of them have food coloring that they use or Some, something. Right? And uh, who, so... Who do you know that's had 
Blood. No, no, no. Okay. no. I definitely That's not. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, maybe I heard that from, like, one or two of my friends who said that they bled the first time they had sex. But besides that, I haven't heard many stories of that. I just heard a couple here and there. You never heard But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's that, it's a really sad... Well, let me tell you, people, your vagina looks just fine. Whatever it looks like, it's just fine. Yeah. Like, we need another thing to be insecure about. Well, and also it's like... It's not even something that everybody else gets to see. The only person who gets to see this is somebody that you're willing to engage in a sexual relationship with. And if there's already the intimacy and there's always already the respect or whatever, and you're already going into a situation where you both agreed to see each other naked and have sex and do whatever you do, who the hell cares at that point if what your vagina looks like. And, and also like it, there's this whole, like, look, I love, you know, in this documentary that, and it's great because this documentary is uh, done in, in the UK. And I just love the words that, that the English have for their vaginas. I think it's so cute. What are they? Well, she always called everything your bits, yeah. which I thought was so cute. Or they're fanny, which is so funny because yeah. that's what they call a vagina. So, um, Oh no, of course I lost my train of thought, but she was saying, oh, yeah, so it's the one of the sayings that was, like, throughout the movie, she's like, look, love love me, love my bits. Like, love, I love you, I love your bits. Like, I love, I don't even care. Like, I mean, honestly, I love my husband so much that I think, you know, if if we went back and, and, and I've had the same feelings that I had for him on our first date and we got to doing it and I found out that he, like, I don't know, had a really small penis, which he doesn't, as he mentioned. It's perfectly average and wonderful and I love it. And, oh, God, I love it, especially lately. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about some oh, exciting nights. Call uh, it. Sorry. He's just so good at what he does now. Um, and now I really lost my trip. Oh, okay. So I would, right. I'm sorry. I was thinking about penis. Um, but I would love, I would love him no matter what. And I would accept it because that I love him. Not, and so I feel like the same goes with for vaginas. Like, look, you're lucky enough to have sex with me. Fucking accept what yeah. the vagina looks like. Bow Get over at it. my vaginal throne. And man, oh man, we need to work on vagina confidence all around. Like that is a real freaking thing. Cause I felt shame about my vagina for a long time because of sexual abuse in the past, because I was just very detached from it, like very detached. Like it was like things happened to it. I wasn't involved. I was totally, totally separate from my vagina for a really long time. And until going to therapy and then specifically one therapy called EMDR, which I will talk about, you know, on some other podcast, but, um, it, it just, it gave me this like new sense of like, of confidence in myself. And now I am a proud owner of this vagina. I love it. Hmm, I'm sure And it's I have great. no shame about it. And it has made me have way better sex. Like, way better. Vagina confidence and good sex, definitely correlation there. Wait, did you guys sponsor our Kickstarter yet? <laughs> you enjoy all the sex talk? Well, you can see it live. <laughs> Not sex, but us talking about it. Go to our Kickstarter. We have a little campaign going for our web series, Back to Reality. You can find the link on our website, on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And we basically need your help to make a web series about Rivals 3 that Sarah's on. 
And we will talk about her vagina. We'll talk about vaginas like like (laughs) some of the dudes on there, a bunch of vaginas. Sometimes my partner, a big, huge vagina. Oh, you're going to see that maybe sometimes. Hashtag Johnny's banana. Oh! Johnny's (laughs) little banana. Um, do that because if we hit 3,500, we have a special secrets episode of the show. We are going to unlock a special episode. In addition to all the fun stuff you get to hear, you get to hear some we have a secret, lot of secret behind the scene episode and that'll be unlocked, but we have to get, can we just release it to people that sponsor? I bet there is a way to do that. Email all the people. Yeah. Who, yeah, man. Cause I don't want to give it to idea. Like, Not like, you know, you don't get the, get it for free. Like. Yeah. You know, or what is, what is it called? Like, by, why buy by the proxy. cow and you can have yeah. the milk for free or whatever? Right. So, heck no. Yeah, man. Well, let's look okay, into that. Okay, we're going to have a secrets episode and we're going to try to only keep it to the people that donate because why would we give it to everyone? Please support us. You know what? Us. I think you can because on the updates, I try to look. You can't look at the updates and some of the messages unless you're a, a donor backer. Even $10. So. I know you have $10. You know, it's going to be so good. Like, and it's worth it. Hello. I'm going to tell okay. you a whole bunch of stuff. So, And follow us on YouTube. That's where the web series is going to live. It live. It's youtube.com, Brain Candy Podcast. And Does this mean you're trying to wrap up our episode right now? It's time. Suze, but oh, I want to talk to you more. Okay, you can talk, but I, while you're talking, I want you to try these. Oh, okay. This I is weird. I have a snack. Susie came to me. Like, it's so great when I come <laughs> over here. I bring the wine. Sometimes there's wine here. Well, actually, there's always wine here. Um, but I do like to contribute, so I bring the wine. And then Susie always surprises me with a lovely cheese platter full of variety. And then she said, there's this chip, and you have to try it. And she said, no, but wait, I want you to it. try it on air. Yeah, I've never had it. I want to know what it tastes like because I got this from Try the World, which is like a subscription box for like different countries. Like, we're not sponsored by them. I should probably. I'm just saying. This is just something we're talking about. Yeah, like every box is from a different country. Oh, that's cool. So this was from the Thailand box, and I know you (gasps) love Thailand. I do. So it's a rice. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. First, I have to try it. Okay. I love that. <laughs> what does it taste like? It's like oddly sweet. Okay. I mean, definitely rice. Let me I try one. I don't know, but I love it. That's delicious. Oh my gosh, they are good. Yeah. Try the world. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. What the heck are they? It's a rice crapper. <laughs> Is this a comment about me being white? We just did our race episode, Suze. Yeah, I'm a rice cracker. <laughs> but, I, but I said crapper. Oh. <laughs> it's a rice crapper. Which Sarah, is what I've been Sarah's after in. some Mexican food every now and then. Sarah. You have to laugh louder, Susie. We're working on this. Because people at home don't know <laughs> that you're cracking up because she's such a quiet laugher. <laughs> or you're going to have to get like some like audible, like, like, Sorry. like physical, like a bang on the table. Sarah, before this episode was like, Susie, people don't know when you're laughing. You so it just to- sounds like I just made a bad joke <laughs> because I say something and then it's just silence in the background. So- and to me, I get doubted <gasps> because I can see her laughing. But you at home are probably like, you might as well just throw in some crickets. <laughs> In the background. These are rice crackers Uh in a Thai spicy flavor. Here's the picture. Oh, they're delicious. 
And they actually are. I really thought they'd be gross. <laughs> Here. It's, well, let me tell you, me a see. lot of the other weird-ass crackers in Thailand are gross. Oh, really? Oh! You go to 7-Eleven in Thailand, and 7-Eleven in other countries will always have chips that are the flavor that people there are used to eating. So they have, like, shrimp-flavored Doritos and, like, fish-flavored, like, fish sauce-flavored yeah. stuff. And I'm okay with that in my Thai food, but I am not okay with that in my Doritos. It almost tastes like you mixed... Fish sauce and fish sauce and Cool Ranch, and it's like a weird taste, and I can knock it down with that. Okay, eat that one, and guess there is a fruit juice that makes up seven point five percent of this cracker. Can you guess what it is? There's no way you'll guess it. Mangosteen. Watermelon. Watermelon. Meanwhile, it tastes like curry. I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, watermelon. Yeah. Interesting. It's um. God, and, those are delicious. Yeah. So. We thought that was Try the World. I do love Try the World. It's really nice. They should sponsor us. us. (laughs) Everybody should sponsor us. If we like you, you should just give us money. I'll talk about it some more. But anyway, follow us on Instagram, Brain Candy Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Brain Candy Pod. Go to our website, The Brain Candy Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. That's all I want from you people. Yeah, come on now. Then you get regular updates and regular downloads of the show. Yeah, we, we love, love you, it. and we love our subscribers. Sure so, do. and love your vagina. Yes, take a look at your vagina. Hashtag vagina confidence. Yes, I think that's a good one. And share with us ways that you've, you know, been vagina confident. And I think that's totally fine. People should power to your vagina. You love it? Just fucking talk about it. Guys talk about their dicks enough. Yeah, it's might as well talk that. about my V. <laughs> Bye, it's everybody. Awesome. And name it. Yeah, don't forget to name Sarah's vagina. We're right now we're kinda I'm kinda going with Becky, but I I'm open to suggestions. I support Becky, but yeah, yeah we are open. All Helen, right. whatever. Yeah. Bye. See ya.